Hi everyone, before we get into this week's show, we wanted to thank all of our listeners for supporting what we do. And now we've got a new way you can show your support by buying us a beer. Yep, we don't make any profit from doing this, but we want to grow this thing by putting a bit of money into getting the word out. So if you would like to help us out, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dadsonfilmpod to show your support for just £3. Loads of our wonderful listeners have been and bought us a beer and we massively appreciate that. Thanks so much. So that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash dadsonfilmpod. Thanks for listening. Here's the podcast. Oh yeah, look it, look it. Uh, Hi mate. Arthur, look at <gasps> <in> his face. <laughs> wow. He looks like shaving the gallon. Get some cash for that. Oh, hopefully. Oh, is it t- just today? Yeah, this morning. This morning. Oh, well, this morning. It was. It, it was about. It was about half. It was about six in the morning, and I think he thought the tooth fairy was going to come if he went back to sleep. Right. But, Tooth fairy doesn't work like that, does it? No, no Tooth fairy can't no. function at six in the morning. Tooth fairy no. just doesn't want to be woken up at six in the morning, whatever goes on. Tooth, tooth fairy needs to go and get some cash out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> night, night, everybody. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm a little bit splendid. more on time than last week and a little been, bit more chilled <laughs> i've been i've been so giddy today i like I, I love wednesdays because i'm just like yeah, yeah. do the podcast tonight it's just like that hump day yeah. vibes how's, uh, <laughs> How? how's how's the wife how's the the pending you know good yes yeah, st- preparation still pending. <laughs> yes yeah still pending uh where are we now 31 or two weeks i can't remember um right. maybe 31 uh, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm being very very vague. Thirty-one ish, I think. Okay. I think that. what so what we need to do over the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, or well, whenever two really, weeks. There we go. But so we need to. Um, I think we should record like a generic episode on a topic. Yeah. It just mm. squeeze an extra one in, like at the weekend or something like that. I will tell you what we could do actually. Um, why don't we do a Tarantino episode? Um, yeah. That's a good so, idea. Because that'd be quite nice and easy for us to do. I'd, I'd very happily go back and watch a couple more, you know, mm. a couple of Tarantino films. Um, so listen, so listeners. Well, yeah, that's when, fine by me. Yeah. Listeners, when you hear the <laughs> Quentin Tarantino episode, that's when you know. <laughs> that's when you know it's <laughs> going down. <laughs> that's when Dave's having a baby. <laughs> we kind of want the waters to go like on a Wednesday night because I'd be like, "Sorry, Greg, gotta go," <laughs> and just like leave it running. <laughs> <That'd be busy. laughs> I'll just be busy. and I'll just be like. Uh, <laughs> I just I just send the Zoom link out to anyone. So just join me in. Come and step in. Emergency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah. So what did you cool. yeah, what did you watch this week, Greg? Uh thanks, Greg. Thanks for asking, Greg. Uh, <laughs> uh what's what else? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um, what have we done? We have been doing loads of decorating uh in oh, preparation yeah, for the baby. So I've been yeah, stripping walls. Because um, <laughs> of course, this baby's going to walk into the house and go, "What is this? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. God, you could you could have touched the walls up a bit. <laughs> no, but I think uh, we want to like, yeah, we want to move as well. So there's some uh, few things we need to do to the house. So we're trying to get everything done. It is nesting, nesting, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, films. Um, 
yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Got some nice. cool ones though. But uh, yeah, anything? You anything exciting this weekend? Um, I've just been like cooking, cooking, cooking roast dinners. Yeah. Uh, nice. I made. I tell you what was better than the roast dinner I made. I made. I made, I made, I made we made roast dinner, roast pork on Sunday, which I love. I love roast pork, apple sauce. Got oh, crack, I'm not a big got, fan of pork. Oh really? To be honest, got, got yeah, the crackling just right. But then on Monday lunchtime, leftover pork sandwich. So pork Ooh. stuffing. Crackling apple sauce. Yeah. I made this amazing gravy, so I got like all the juices that the pork was cooked in. Made um made a roux, you know, like a, a roux. yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything like that. Proper like cook it on veg and then mash it all down and like strain it up and everything like that. It's like proper rich. It was amazing. So did that. Been doing a lot of cooking. Been watching the Knicks. Been I'm a big Knicks fan <laughs> now. Did I tell you? Yeah, you did. You said last week. Yeah, beat the Trailblazers on uh, Saturday. And uh, nice. lost lost to the Heat on Sunday. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was the. I know it's not basketball, but it was it was a Super Bowl, wasn't it? The, the it, last Sunday it, as well. It was. Yeah, I can't. I'd love can't. to. I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of American football, but I would love to kind of experience Super Bowl Sunday because it's meant to be just yeah. nuts in it, like crazy. Yeah. Um, how many times has what's his face Tom Brady won now? Was it was it seven or was it? He came no, back. It was. Let me ca- let me count. One. Two, two. <laughs> a one, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm Dave. Yes. I'm Greg. Yes. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This, this is Dads on Film. Yes. Oh, come on, that was easy. That was easy for you. I set you up for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm having that. Um, yeah, you can have that one. I don't really care. I would like to experience a Super, a super Bowl or a WrestleMania. That's what I want to yes, experience. Yes, I'd love, it. I'd love a WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Films. Uh, you uh, watch so, this week? Anything um, exciting? Be, well, I'll be watching all the films we're going to talk about. Um, mm. We're going to do a bit of a uh, rom-com thing. Uh, yeah, we are, on. yeah. So I text you saying I'm going to watch a rom-com. <laughs> I, I, I I've not I've not watched that many rom-coms. I don't know. Probably more than I think when I think about it. When yeah. I think about it. Hey, well, hey. clearly, clear, evidently more than I think yeah. because you said I'll oh, watch Crazy Stupid Love. So mm. <laughs> we paid for it to rent it, three pound fifty. <laughs> sat and watched it, and I was like, I've seen this. He's going to go to a bar, and Emma Stone's going to be there. <laughs> I've definitely seen this, and I was like. Then I, go- I looked through, not Googled, I looked, did a search through like that, <laughs> WhatsApp messages, and I'd actually messaged yeah. you, Anta, saying, yeah. saying, just watch Crazy <laughs> Stupid Love, and you're like, I love that film. So we stopped watching that, and then we watched, I said to you, right, okay, give me something else. Uh, so we watched uh, Seeking a Friend Seeking for the End of the World. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, yeah. Uh, which is was quite appropriate, because something else we're going to yeah. speak about later. Yeah. Uh, yeah cool I'd, i liked yeah. it yeah I, I i quite like that one because it's i, I just like so essentially what 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 seeking a friend of the end of the world is it starts at the end of armageddon you know the yeah. michael bay film armageddon but if that mission had failed so basically yes. they've got 30 days and then this meteor or whatever is just going to destroy the world and it, it yeah. really is a planet killer <laughs> So it's just about like what kind of happens. It's Steve Carell, the space shuttle just, just like burns up. Yeah, 
Yeah. So Steve Carell is just like, it's really sad, isn't it? Because it starts and he's sat in a car with his wife. And the his actual to wife. Radio, his actual wife as well, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the realtor from um, The Office, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're listening to the radio and it says like 30 days and the world's going to end. And his, yeah. his wife's first reaction, she just gets out and runs off, just leaves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing I really liked about it because it, it kind of explores all the way that humanity would might react yeah, to, yeah. to yeah. having a clock at the end of the world. So obviously like there's rioting and stuff like that, but then yeah. there's like... Um, his friend is it his friends or is it a family family member who's having a party? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, the one that's got like, like Amy Schumer's there and yeah. um, who wants Patty some more heroin? <laughs> yeah, and he's like getting his his daughter who's like eight. He's she's drinking like martinis. Going drink it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's how I'd like to go out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just like the way it sort of explores those sort of ideas and, yeah. and it's. Uh, it's quite nice. I, I, Good soundtrack I, I, as well. Great soundtrack. Um, and a lot of it sort of, they use sort of vinyl as a vehicle for that. But um, I didn't, I don't think there was much chemistry be- between Steve Carell and Kirk. No, I didn't, I didn't kind of believe that at all. I kind of, I, I felt like they were literally kind of thrown together. And it's probably what would happen. You would kind of just like try and, yeah, latch onto anyone. So. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. But yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of good fun considering it's quite, bleak as well yeah. but there you go Maybe. pretty cool though yeah what have you seen much yeah. other than the stuff we're going to speak we... about <laughs> a bit late because of last week's episode on harry potter but we've gone back and watched quite a lot of harry potter films <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, has been, which has been good fun and then we watched sun- sunday night we got two films in in one night which i was pretty happy with myself so we watched um we watched the Andy Samberg sort of Groundhog Day one, uh, Palm Springs, which I've seen before, but it's okay. really, really good. So I highly recommend that. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, it's and not he's, he's, he does things a lot. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> and then we watched, and I was texting you about it. It was just this little, again, like was after a sort of 90 minute little film. It was about nine o'clock on Sunday night. We could just kind of cram one more in. And um, my niece said, as she did a few weeks ago, she was like, oh, a great Paul Rudd film I've seen on Netflix called I- Ideal Home. And I'd, I'd never heard of it. So I did a little bit of reading on it. Paul Rudd doing all these films? Like, it, he's just well, like... I, I think it's between Ant-Man films and he's, uh... he does these sort of little indie films yeah. that he can just churn a few of them out, get them under his belt. And sure, yeah. Brill, they're really good. So yeah. This one's really cool, Ideal Home, basically. Set in like South America in Santa Fe. And um, it's Steve Coogan and Paul Rudd are a gay couple. And Steve yeah. Coogan has a cable TV cookery show, right? And it's <laughs> right, very okay. camp and very, you know, whatever. But anyway, it turns out he's got a son who's a bit of a druggie who he doesn't really talk to, but his son has a son. So Steve Coogan's got a grandson. And he gets, yeah. he gets sort of left on him, basically, while his son's in prison for a few months. And he kind of... Gr- Obviously, as you expect, they kind of grow to to love this like this little rebellious kid, and it's really nice. It's really charming, but Steve, you wouldn't think it. But Steve Coogan and Paul Rudd have just wonderful chemistry, and they make just a wonderful, wonderful couple. <laughs> nice. And I was a bit sad it's that right, they're not again, a couple. Again, <laughs> so, never heard, never heard of it yeah. before ever. So, but, but you know, it's not the it's not the best film I've ever seen, but it was a nice sort of charming little light-hearted Sunday night film. So, yeah, I recommend it. Oh, Ideal Home like on Netflix. It. There Ideal you go. Ideal Home, nice. You mentioned um, 
that Harry Potter week, I just want to shout, shout out. Well yeah. done to all those people taking part in the quiz and yeah. sending yeah. your scores in and, and that. And uh, especially to Laura on Instagram, who's very early on on Friday morning, sent me her answer sheet, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Put nice. us to shame. Put so, us to shame. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely wow, wonderful. Uh, wow, so, it was, yeah, it was good fun, Harry Potter week. So, um, I think a lot, there's a lot of Harry Potter fans out there who've yeah. sort of jumped on board with us since then. So, mm-hmm. welcome. Thanks for stopping. Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we've, had a, we've had a nice little listener spike, actually. Yes. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That um, That's what we want, everybody. Yeah. yeah so, definitely. Greg. I've got a question for you, David. <laughs> <laughs> What's going up on the show? <laughs> well, thank you for asking, Greg. Let's cue that old music. Okay, so next we are looking at last week's homework, which was set by Lever, and that is Quentin Tarantino's classic Jackie Brown. Then we've got this week's film news. After that, we are reviewing the new Gerard Butler Amazon release, Greenland. We're going to have a little chat about romantic films, as this week it is the dreaded Valentine's Day. After that, we are going to look at the new Zendaya John David Washington uh, oh, drama because Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> I think you can tell that. I, Guess I, whether I Dave liked it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Our social idea this week is Space Jam. Then we got everyone's a critic. We'll be setting homework and then we're going to have a look at what's coming up on the box this week. Wow. Series two, episode six, baby. Let's do this. So I could do with going back and watching Kill Bills again and then watching The Hateful Eight and maybe watching Death Proof. You know what? I'd say Death Proof was better than Hateful Eight. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Um, didn't do too well on Rotten Tomatoes, actually. Uh, Which was? Uh, Death Proof. 64%. Was, it, the whole release of it was all messed up because they were supposed to release them together as the two films with an interval. Mm. But then... Yeah. Um, the production companies were just like, nah, not doing yeah. that anymore. So, yeah, okay. So, last week, uh, Lever set his homework to go and watch Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown, which I put my hand up a few weeks and said it's one of those that's on my list that I've just not seen, mm-hmm. even though, like, last year I picked it up in a charity shop for like two quid on Duved, <laughs> and uh, it's just been sort of sit there, sat there still, uh, untouched. But fortunately, this spurred me this week. Uh, to mm. go watch Jackie Brown. So it's uh, Quentin you, Tarantino. Did you, go on. did you, as you said last week, did you watch it on DVD or did you end up end up I, downloaded I, it? Uh, to be fair, it, it's like on. It. It, it was on Sky Cinema, so it was. It ah, didn't okay. have to pay. It didn't have to pay for it. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's nineteen ninety seven. I think it's is it Tarantino's third film. Really, mm. yeah, Dogs, third directed film. Yeah, and uh, and this and it's. Uh, I guess it's it's like it's a black black exploitation movie, really. It's well, it's certainly inspired by the sort of seventies black exploitation yeah. movies. Um, one of which uh, is Foxy Brown featuring Pam Greer. Yeah. Pam uh, Greer, and, yeah, yeah, and uh, Pam Greer is cast wonderfully in this, and she is uh, she's an air steward, and she flies in and out of LA, and she's working for um, a, a sort of a drug uh, lord, sort of big time. Ga- um, drug gangster played by Sam Jackson who is sort of playing his Pulp Fiction character uh, pr- pretty much yeah, but, yeah. but so well and he's just I think it's just peak Sam Jackson I think it's just absolutely yeah. amazing um, and what she's doing is she's just sort of um, running money um, in and out of the states uh, while she's working and some drugs uh, drugs as well and she basically gets caught 
and there's this whole sort of situation where Odell has to it, it, what what you see him doing previously is where someone else is caught for something, can, worried that he's going to flip, basically kills him just so so he doesn't sort of exchange information in in, in exchange for a lenient uh, sort of uh, jail term. But he tr- he's thinking of doing the same with Jackie Brown after she gets caught, but. Jackie Brown is too smart-witted, too intelligent, uh, t- too clever um, to let that happen. And she basically f- turns it all around uh, on him and starts making a plan with the help of Max Cherry, who's like a, yeah. he's, he's a, um, a bail bond He's a bail guy, bondsman, yeah. Bail, bail, bondsman. Yeah, bail bondsman. Played by Robert Forster. And it made me realise, because obviously yeah. I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad. And in Breaking yeah. Bad, Robert Forster's playing, the late Robert Forster, <laughs> is playing the character he plays out of Jackie Brown, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, pretty much, yeah. He's <laughs> the same character. Uh, you know, Michael Keaton's in there as well. Um, Robert De Niro, in, 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 Robert De Niro <laughs> in an oddly small role, but more interestingly, yeah. oddly sort of... Um, the character Robert De Niro plays isn't like any other softer character he plays. In character. He's so he's bit, soft. He's a bit softer than usual. Yeah, 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 and he's sort of like, he's the punch bag. He's kind of used a bit and he's kind of, you know, yeah, there's, yeah. He's, he's not as this sort of hard gangster guy. Um, yeah, and what he's used is this sort of, it's, it's, it's pretty much a heist film, really. It's yeah. it, it, of a fashion. Uh, but it's obviously very very Tarantino. Unlike most other Tarantino stuff, it, this comes from source material. So it comes from a, a novel from, I think, something like 1992 or something, something like that, um, which it, the screenplay which Tarantino wrote was based upon. And I don't yeah. think... Can, are there any other Tarantino films that are, are not entirely original? Um, I think it's the mm, only Well, one. you know, you could, you could argue part, you know, part of... Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, you can kind of argue. Okay, so that's that based. On, yeah, that's based on the Madison yeah. murders and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, but it's but it's it's quite unusual in that respect for Tarantino. But it's, he mm. definitely puts his stamp on it. Um, and I just I just watched it and thought, why on earth have I never seen this film before? It's the coolest film yeah. ever. It's so yeah. cool. And um, Jackie Brown is the most wonderful, compelling character, and it's just. And it's quite fitting that the the film is called Jackie Brown because it's all about this quite amazing woman who's so, like I say, she's got wits about her. She's so smart. Yeah. She flips, turns the tables on these sort of horrible gangster fellas and just outsmarts them all. And but at the same time, maintaining this sort of soft heart right through to the mm-hmm. end. And it, yeah. I think there's just some it dead dead cool about it and she just oozes cool she's just yeah so damn yeah, cool it's pam it's pam greer that's yeah. why <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even yeah. even in in um it shows you how much tarantino loves pam greer is like there's a conversation in reservoir dogs about pam greer <laughs> you know oh, yeah, i think it's right, mr okay. white it's mr white and mr maybe i'm not sure which one actually one of the others and they're uh they're having a conversation about how cool pam greer is so you know oh, wow. it's it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely like a dream come true for him um yeah. i really yeah. really really like this film because i'm a big sort of early time i'm a big tarantino fan anyway but I, I, you know reservoir dogs and pulp fiction are just you know incredible films um but i really like this film and really respect this film because actually he kind of tones himself down a bit 
Sure. Yeah. There's, would you there's no like gratuitous sort of violence and things like that. Exactly, and... exactly. You know, you've got Reservoir Dogs, which is he was kind of like feeling, you know, getting the feel for it. Pulp Fiction, they're like, do whatever you want. So he goes a bit, it goes a bit mad and does all, you know, everything. You know, he's very Tarantino in that film. And then he, he could then go and make Kill Bill, which he does. You know, obviously does yeah. after this and and yeah. go absolutely mental. You know, but yeah. he doesn't. He sort of reins it in. And does this really nice drama, heist film, dark comedy, black exploitation film. Yeah. It, you know, it's a combination of all these. And it really yeah. is wonderful. And for me, it really shows how good of a filmmaker he is. He's not, it's not like, um, he's not just a cliche. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and we'll, we're going to go into depth down the line, as we mentioned before, on Tarantino. And it's sort of a long time coming having a Tarantino special, and we will sort of speak at length about him. And, you know, we're, we're both big fans of him. But he, sometimes Tarantino undergoes criticism for maybe being over, over, overindulgent with, you know, yeah, undisciplined with the sort of length of his films and stuff like that. But I just think, so what? He's, he is sort of a one-of-a-kind visionary filmmaker who... I'd, yeah, he'll do all the sort of gratuitous violence and things like that. But he'll also, I love the sort of the part, part of the stamp he puts on films. He loves dialogue. And I was texting you, yeah. wasn't I? And saying, I just love yeah. that he's absolutely not afraid to hang around in a room for that little bit too long to, to just yeah. enjoy the company of these people that are speaking about stuff that isn't always. And it, in fact, actually, is seldom um, yeah. like actually significant towards the plot. Yeah, definitely. But it adds complete colour to the characters and their backgrounds, and you just get to sort of immerse yourself with them and experience experience yourself with yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. And it does it in this, in particular. Um, there's a scene in Odell's apartment. So you got Sam Jackson, you got Robert De Niro, um, you've got Bridget Fonda plays um, yeah. the girl Melanie, who's in there as well. Yeah. And, and and it's just in a very similar way to obviously the there's the um, the diner scene at the start of Reservoir Dogs. There's the um, <laughs> Christoph Waltz scene at the start of um, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastard, in the yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean you know it happens in every single one of those films, and it just he do, he's not afraid of silence, and he's not afraid of just sort of like leaving you with these characters, just enjoying their company. And I think that's the great greatest thing about Tarantino. Not all the action; he's great at all the action. He's great at the sort of crazy stuff and the and the violence and stuff like that. But he, he's, I think, he's just his his dialogue scripting is just yeah. absolutely fantastic, yeah. and he gets these incredible performances. He, I, out out of all these I and mean, it's no it's no surprise that he works with the same people over and over again mm. because he builds these relationships with them clearly and he can just get some incredible performances out of them and just let them sort yeah. of be amazing at what they do and he but does he, that in this as well. He's also got an eye got an eye for actors though, you know. Yeah. Like so you've got to think about it. so Michael Keaton is in this. Michael Keaton's brilliant in this. Yeah. And he's coming off the back of Batman and uh, and he's not really done much for a while. After you know, after Batman, anything you know of, of sort of note, but Tarantino's like, no, I want Michael Keaton definitely, yeah. and he did the same for Travolta. I know we spoke about it the other week, Travolta in Pulp Fiction. He did the same for Kurt Russell in all the other films that he's been. You know what I mean? And he's just got yeah. this brilliant eye for for actors. Um, he's saying about um, uh, dialogue. It, one of there's one of my favorite Tarantino. 
bits of dialogue is in this film and it's it's Samuel Jackson and it's in that that scene that you were just talking about they're looking at gun they're watching a gun like a, it's almost like a, a it's like a videotape of gun adverts because he yeah. sells, buys and sells guns as well. And he just goes, here we go, AK-47, the best there is, when you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room <laughs> except no substitutes. It's like fantastic, absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I love, I said to you, I love how Sam Jackson's hair gets sort of wilder and wilder throughout the film as he gets as he more gets sort of unhinged. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, yes. would you say that this film is Toy Story? <laughs> or Finding Dory. <laughs> Toy Story, please. Yeah, I didn't like Finding Dory. That was a bit, a bit crap. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you about it. Mm. Mm. Did they find her? We, <laughs> I presume so. Where can we watch this film, Greg? Uh, Jackie Brown is available on Sky Cinema and Now TV. So Richard has sent his review of Jackie Brown. He said, big fan of Jackie Brown, probably because it passed me by compared to other Tarantino stuff. So it was nice, this was a nice surprise uh, when there was another one that I could watch and I'd missed. Some odd bits, mainly the Bobby De Niro and the hippie stoner, but, mo- but mostly cool and entertaining. Like seeing a female protagonist and she's very cool. Felt Samuel L. Jackson's character was a bit similar to when he plays in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, we agree. Uh, he didn't seem very creative. Always good to see the vacuum man from Breaking Bad in a film, although he's basically the same person. We said that as well. Uh, not my favourite film from him. Top three being Inglorious Bastards, Django, and then Pulp Fiction. But still enjoyed it. Well, save very much save those thoughts, review. for Tarantino week. Uh, yeah, definitely. Come in during... Labour. <laughs> <laughs> This is the news. Oh, red. Yes, it is. Okay, so let's start off with obviously some sad news. So we, we uh, heard the news on, I think it was Friday evening. Sadly, uh, Christopher Plummer passed away this week, age 91. Oscar-winning wow. actor Christopher Plummer. So the last thing, obviously, we saw Christopher Plummer in uh, was a, a, his amazing performance in Knives Out. Uh, yes. Last year, two, 2019. 2019, it was end of 2019. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, he's, he's, you know, probably most famous for being Mr. Von Trapp from uh, Sound of Music. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen him in loads and loads of things. He won an Oscar in 2000 and... Ooh, 2000 and, let's say... 13. Okay. For a film called Beginners. Is it 2013? Should we check? Beginners. Uh, Beginners was in 2010. You're three years out. That's bloody so hell. It's not good. Uh, but that was really like you know, so that's a nice little film. He won an Oscar for the best supporting actor in that film as well. Um, so yeah, you know, he was amazing, amazing actor. Very, very sadly missed. Moving on to even worse news, Greg. Um, mm-hmm. Officially announced Sonic the Hedgehog two, and the title of the film is going to be. You ready? Sonic the Hedgehog two. Yeah, <laughs> that's not even a working. That much, thought, that, much, that much thought went into that film, but actually, quite funnily, quite funnily, the rumor is that they're trying to get to play Knuckles. Who you know, we know where yeah. there's tails, and then there's Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles are trying to get you ready, Jason Momoa. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Knuckles. 
But um, the um, it's kind of like Tails, isn't it? Because Tails is at the end of the first one. Um, so, yeah. I mean... I think the big... The, yeah, yeah, but... This, that was ine- inevitable. So, um, right. So the, they're having yeah. Mr. Big Dothraki guy. As... Yep. Yep. What's he good. called? <laughs> Dothraki. What's he called? Cal, Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo. He's actually, a, he's like a really soft, like lovely fellow, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's a proper nice bloke, apparently. So there you go. Um, cool. Yeah. Even worse news they are remaking The Wizard of Oz. Right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. What a, I mean, what a surprise. Everything this, gets remade. It, so they want to, yeah. But I mean, we need to, we need to do an episode on remakes, really, don't we? Yeah. We, we should think. do an episode of remakes. But the, uh, I mean, Wizard of Oz just traumatizes kids. Traumatized yeah. me. I used to be so freaked out by Wizard of Oz. Hated mm. it. So, have you seen the sequel, The Return to Oz, which was like the 80s one, the one that came out in the 80s? Don't believe I have. That's even scarier. Like, it's really, really dark. There's another witch in it, but she has, like, boxes. She has, like, loads of different heads, and she keeps them in boxes. Oh. It's so weird. And instead of the monkeys, they've got, like, these, I can't remember what they're called, like, wheelers or something in it. But they essentially, the light, they remind me of. But what was Bowie's um, Life on Mars character? You know, like that sort of oh, clown um... thing. Anyway, well, it looked like that, but they've got wheels for hands and feet, and they just kind of like, ugh, minging. Oh, it's really horrible. weird. Really, really horrible. So oh. anyway, there you go. But yeah, uh, yeah, Wizard of Oz remake, or some, some sort of adaptation, because obviously I think the I think the novel's in the public domain now, so you can kind of do what you want, but there's, there is a film, there is a company, a film company that technically owns the film rights to it. So uh, what? To what extent do you think um, sort of production companies sort of leak these things that they've green-lighted to see what the reaction is but, and then make decisions well, on the yeah. back of that? Like, well, there is with this one, there's a director attached to it already and she's already like come out and set, made some comments about it. But right, it, okay. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they do that and just say, you know, let's see what people think and then yeah. just park it. <laughs> oh, park it, yeah, they must do, they must do. Um, okay. it's, quite, it's quite a clever way to do it, to be fair. Um, and then the final bit of news, I just wanted to kind of run through the main... We're not going to watch them, but just sort of tell you about the, the main trailers for that were released during the Super Bowl. Because um, okay. obviously this is... It's prime time for, you know, studios to release uh, the film trailers. We got a trailer for F9, the Fast Saga. So Fast and Furious 9. Um, who cares? Okay, yeah. nine, yeah. there's nine of these. Oh, great, nine. And nine. I've seen maybe two of them. I think I've seen, yeah, I think I've seen two of them. Um, but you know what is more important than any job, Greg? Go on. Family. Family. Is that, is that what they family. say? Family. Fast film. They're, they're all just so loyal to each other because, Greg, family. they're a family. Uh, anyway, so Fast <laughs> 9, who cares? So we got another trailer for the Bob Odenkirk film, Nobody. Do you remember us talking about this? It was kind of a bit like John Wick. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Okay. yeah. We got a trailer for Disney Plus's Raya and the Last Dragon, which actually looks really, really cool. We got Coming to America 2 trailer. Nobody cares. And then we got a trailer for the new M. Night Shyamalan film. So oh. M. Night Shyamalan is always up and down with the films he's done. Uh, you know, Signs 
unbreakable six cents all very good but then for every signs we get the lady in the water or the happening or after earth you know these terrible last airbender crappy films but this one looks quite interesting it's about um this beat these people going to a beach and all the kids whilst being on this beach all the kids get older it looks very very strange it looks very like twilight oh, okay. zoney um wow. but like they'll go around a corner come back and they will have aged like five years it's just really weird sounds like wandavision it does sound like wandavision great but we're not allowed <laughs> to talk about wandavision um, it's a tv program well technically yes ish. is it is it <laughs> yeah want yeah, to talk yeah. about it are you up to date you up <laughs> no, to no date we can't yeah i'm up to date now yeah true but anyway, there you go. That is, that is, that is to this week's news. Exciting stuff. Excellent. Or, or is it? <laughs> okay, so this week we are talking about the new Amazon release. Um, although it says 2020, which is nonsense. But anyway, it's probably maybe America. Um, yeah. But anyway, the new Gerard Butler film, Greenland. Um, so basically, linking quite closely to what we said earlier about seeking a friend for the end of the world, uh, it's basically a family struggles for survival in the face of a cataclysmic natural disaster. There we go. Yeah. It's all we need to know. Basically, there's an asteroid coming and it <laughs> is going to wipe out everyone on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Apart from a very small group of people who are selected, and guess yes. what, Greg? What? Gerard Butler's selected. <laughs> wow, <laughs> can't think why. It's because he's an engineer. Um, he's a structural and... engineer, Greg. That's why. <laughs> I'll tell you what, or it's he not could for punch your face off. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for his accent. I, I don't know a Scottish person with a worse Scottish accent than Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Talks out the side of his mouth as well. Gerard. <laughs> It's so weird, his accent. So I'm watching it thinking, you are Scottish. So why are you struggling to do Scottish? That's so odd. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. so he plays this structural engineer um, who is married to Marina, Marina Brackerin, who yeah. uh, I know mainly, she's been loads of stuff, I know her mainly from Homeland, so she Brody's... Yeah, yeah, she's the wife in Homeland. Yeah, and their uh, son, Nathan. Deadpool, yeah. yeah. And their son, Nathan, who is um, di- diabetic, uh, which becomes quite a significant plot point later on. And uh, what I quite like, I love the the way it goes with the sort of presidential text because it makes you think a lot yeah. about... It's a bit like what we were saying about um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. It's like you, you're watching how the world is reacting to the news mm. that, that, you know, they've only got a finite time left on the planet. So how are they going to react? And how are different people going to spend that time? Um, and it's quite sort of... I don't know. For me, that sort of stuff was quite realistic for me. Yeah, and definitely. I mean, the film is daft. I'm not a massive fan usually of disaster films, I don't mm. think. But I think put me in front of one, I'll always enjoy it. Um, yeah. Sort of for what it is. And this yeah. one, I absolutely enjoyed it for what it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me, let me give you some background to this, right? We were, it was Friday night, and we're like, right, yeah. we need, we're going to watch a film, maybe we'll watch Harry Potter or something like that. And we were taking, we were both putting our son to bed, and he took absolutely ages to go to bed. And we were like, oh, God, you know, 
I, he wouldn't settle down. So we were like, oh, it's, it's going to take ages. Should we just stay in bed? And I think we both maybe drifted off a little bit. And it got to, I think it was about 20 past nine on a Friday night. And you've had a, you know, we'd had a long week in work and things like that. Like, we do not want to go down and put a film on. Anyway, we go down, sit down for a minute, and we're like, oh, what? Like, you know, the niece, the, my niece was like, come on, let's put a film on. And then you text me and said, whack this Gerard Butler one on. And I'm thinking, oh God, this, uh, to be fair, I was like, I, I need something brainless. I'm yeah. going to watch 10 minutes of it and I'm going to go to bed. I watched all of it and I <laughs> loved it. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Like, I, I, like, like you, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch a disaster film, but if there's a disaster film on, I'll always watch it. And actually, I yeah. probably would enjoy it. But I get a bit tired of the, you know, the, the one man saving the world, sure. you know, fighting all the aliens going up and drilling a hole in the comet yeah yeah (laughs) was it me and you talking about this was somebody else is like an armageddon and why would they train oil drillers to be astronauts okay but you know it takes years and years to become an astronaut why don't you just teach the astronauts how to drill a hole in in the comet (laughs) greg (laughs) wouldn't that make more sense What's uh, Michael Bay, it. God bless you. God wow. bless you. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so I'm a bit sick of those types of films. But like you sort of said, I actually like I like that sort of premise of well, what would you do in yeah. the last few days on on the planet? You know, they've like 48 hours before the world is essentially going to be wiped out. What do you do? What does the world look like? What's the panic? And I liked that. And I also like the other side of it. It's just a family and it's not, he's, he's in no yeah. way going to try and save the world or anything like that because he's just yeah. an architect or an engineer. Yeah. He just wants to get his family to a safe place. It was great. I just, I, you know, I, yeah, like you said, it's stupid. It is so stupid. But yeah. Fine by I, me. I enjoyed I it. I don't think it, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it was predictable either. I mean, I didn't, re- I never really knew where it was going to go. Um, no. So, do you want a clip? Yeah. Should we have a clip? Why not? Yeah. Let's have a clip. Good. All right, please. Jerry Butler. Hey, John. Good to see you again, man. You too, Kenny. Hey, Deb. Hey, buddy. I'm just in time. One of the first chunks is about to hit. Clark is going to hit? Only part of it. <laughs> I mean, don't worry, it's going in the oceans. Dad, come and sit with me. Yeah, I just gotta go talk to your mom for a second. Hey. Where's the bear one? It's in the car. Listen, I just got one of those presidential alerts. Did you get one? No, it's probably just a test. Can you go to the car and get the stuff? No, I don't think it's a test. They said our family's been selected for shelter. I think something weird is going on with this comet. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's it, it's Greenland. Cool, man. <laughs> not much <laughs> really, more we can say. I like, it's, you know, it's got it's it's got this sense of dread throughout it, which I think is is really like adds a lot to it. It's got really good pace. He's a normal guy, as normal as Gerard Butler can be. I like how he's a, you know, and this is not this is coming from me, but he's a little bit doughy in it. He's not like the yeah. he's not the Spartan. He's not really you know, uh, Gerard Butler. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, for us, that makes us feel better. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Go on. Let me just get the thing. I was just going to say, um, it's. I mean, we could speak. We we could do whole sort of specials on uh, on why disaster films sort of work and why people like them and why they're made. Um, why so many of them are made, and it's a bit like horror films, really. But I think it all comes down to the fact that 
you've got the relative safety of being mm. at the sofa in the cinema watching these horrors on a screen knowing that actually you can come to no harm and you can watch it all play out without actually um you know being being at risk yourself and it's the same with horror it's the same with disaster films so i think that's why that's, yeah. i think that's why yeah, people definitely like it. definitely yeah would you say greg that this film is sunshine or skyline so so sunshine i don't know sunshine have you seen don't sunshine know. no i don't think i have go on <gasps> Yeah, Sunshine's Danny Boyle. Uh, and, and again, it's oh, done. Yeah. They've got to go and... Re- uh, probably like... T- like 2006? Um, yeah, they've got to go and reignite the sun. <laughs> but, that doesn't sound like a Danny Boyle yeah. film. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. Where cool. can we see this film, Greg? Greenland is available now on Amazon Prime Video. So, Greg, David. you know what Sunday is? It's your yeah, favourite day of the year. This is being, there was an advert on TV earlier whilst with me and my wife were having, having, uh, having tea, and it said it's about Valentine's Day. Oh, no, I know. It was a one show, and it said Valentine's Valentine's Day is this. Is it Sunday? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I went, oh, and Jay went, <laughs> we both looked at each other, and I went, truce? And she went, yeah, but you've got to actually promise this year nothing, nothing. Don't make me feel bad by buying me anything. I'll be really cross about anything. Not even a card. I've got the best wife in the world. I was like, nice. yes, damn right. That's amazing. We've got a, our little uh, thing now. Is I say a couple of years, it's probably like 10 years ago. We uh, we never used to make a big thing out of it anyway, but it was like we'd get each other a card. And then this one year we said, you know what, Let's let's – Let's get some food, but we'll get like a, a really nice sort of takeaway from somewhere. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we, you know, for, for once, we'll, we'll make a bit of an effort. We'll, we'll stay at home, but we'll make a bit of an effort, right? So we ordered the takeaway at like six, and by 10 o'clock, it had still not arrived. But basically, we really wanted this particular, maybe it's like a tie or something. Yeah. And they were really rude to us on the phone. Like, oh, no, we, we never said we were coming out for you, blah, blah, blah. So in the end, we just got a McDonald's. So our, yeah. we made oh, a point man. then every year of our, the biggest thing we'll do for for Valentine's Day is we don't do cards or anything. We just get a McDonald's. Amazing. That's it. That's our, Amazing. that's our, it's not even a romantic meal. We just have a Mackey's for tea on Valentine's it. Day. And that's what I I'm doing. It. Grand Big Mac on Sunday. Can't so we're making it. a thing about Valentine's Day <laughs> and uh, doing a, an episode all about romantic comedies. <laughs> um, which I think... I mean, wrong comes. I, I don't. I, I keep, think I've watched no films with the amount of genres to say. I don't go and watch, I don't watch. I don't watch disaster films. I don't watch rom coms. Um, but I don't think I do. But I think I've probably seen more than I think. Where I, if, like, I, I delve into it. That's the thing. If you say to me, "Oh, what you know? What's the genre you watch least?" I go probably like romance films. You know, romantic films, romantic comedies. But then actually, when I when I look back at it, I think they're probably the ones I watch the most of. Yeah. Like when you really sort of. Like Shaun of the Dead, that's one of our favourite films. That's a romantic comedy. Oh, I guess so. Okay, well, that's number one. Scott yeah, Pilgrim. Next. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. That's a romantic comedy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so how and do you define the... romantic comedy? Is, well, is it every comedy film? And it's got romance. Every, yep. yeah, pretty much every film's got a romantic element to it. There you go. Sort of interest. So if it's a comedy, is it a rom com? I mean, I suppose it needs to sort of like heavily be around the, yeah. the relationship and but that. 
I, I was I was looking at this and I was like, right, well, I'm I'm gonna pick three. And to be honest, like one of these isn't actually a romantic comedy, it's more of a romance, like just a romance itself. But I was like, pick cool. three, but then I was like, I've got some more honorable mentions. And I was thinking, some of my favorite films are romantic comedy. So like my okay. honorable mentions are 40 Year Old Virgin. Yep. Love it. That's a romantic yep. comedy. Shaun of the Dead, romantic yep. comedy. Scott Pilgrim, romantic yep. comedy. Yep. And they're all there. <laughs> but okay. so I thought I'm 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 gonna try and get like three. Yeah, you don't have to do this. I know you, I'll do you, it. you don't I'll do anything. Do I'll do I like, I've got I got three sort of romance, romantic comedies-ish films that are, for me are, are up there. So okay, my number three, Greg, is yeah. what we kind of spoke about earlier, and you've seen it, Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Okay. Now I'll go it's, with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's crazy. Really funny. It's crazy. It is crazy. Oh, it's and. It's a, bit, it's a bit stupid. It's stupid. It's just bad love. <laughs> <laughs> but amazing cast. It is really yeah. funny. It's got loads of twists and turns. Everyone's having a very, very good time. But yeah. it's got that. It's it's a nice sort of uplifting. You know, it's not a Adam Sandler film. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. How about you? Cool. You got you got one. You got uh, so uh, so I'm going to go in for a number three to start with. I'm going to go for something that you got me to watch last year, uh, and that's about time. It. That's my number one. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's sorry. fine. It's fine. I'm having well, it. <laughs> I'm having it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just thought it was delightful. Um, I think it's a really sort of unique idea for film mm. as well. And I thought uh, um, really great cast. And it's got that sort of real British rom-com feel at the same time as being something completely different. So, yeah. yeah. And plus, I love Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye also. Uh, I forget that he's the Minister of Magic in Deathly Hallows Part 1. Um, Mr. Potter. Um, yeah, um, I keep questioning now when I like watch a Richard Kurtz film. How much of it did he actually write after the uh, whole yesterday, yesterday thing? But he's yeah. Um, What's your number two, David? I went for, and I'm, I will argue this to my dying day with my stupid sister. Hello, okay. Jennifer. I really love A Star Is Born. I think it's. I, lo- I like it as a film anyway. I think it's a really good directorial de- debut from um, uh, Bradley Cooper. Is it, com- is it comedy? Well, I just thought it was ro- romantic, so I'll just put that in there. Oh, right. <laughs> it's not okay. a comedy, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's really good. It's heartbreaking, but it's very, it is very romantic and it's very sweet. And yeah. I've still not seen it. I'm, maybe I'll watch it at some point. You know perhaps. what? I think you might. I think you'd actually quite like it. It's not. Um, it's not. It's a better film than people give it credit for, definitely. Yeah, okay. One day, one day, maybe. Uh, okay. My number two... Go on. ...is the 2007... Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to think what sort of like subtle hints I can give you to see if, see if you can sort of guess it. 2007. Uh, I know, I, I know a good rom com that came out in 2007. Okay. Give me one more hint, and I'll see if I see if it's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Features puppets. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, it's getting uh, kind uh, of hard to believe things are Dracula. going to get better. Dracula's Dracula pu- lament. Dracula puppet rock opera. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula um, musical, amazing. yeah. I, I just think it's, I, I think it's amazing. Um, Jason Seagal, uh, Kristen Bell, who um, <laughs> Jason Seagal, <laughs> Stephen's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Je- Seagal. 
I think it's Seagull, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Kristen Bell, uh, Mila Kunis. I just, I'm a big fan of Mila Kunis, shall we say. Um, I think Russell Brand is at his peak. I think peak Russell yeah. Brand. Before we started, like, yeah. shouting about the Labour Party when it, and then shouting about not voting and things like that and started going completely off mm. the rails. Um, yeah, I, I think he's actually really great in this. I think Bill Hader's great in it. There's Jonah Hill in there. Um, Paul yeah. Rudd, obviously, is in it. Yeah. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> Kunu, Kunu. <laughs> He's like, no, hey, uh, what does he say? Hey, I'm looking for Chuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Chuck's my mainland name. My island name is Kunu. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. What does it mean? means Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they go like, they go like, uh, what time is it? And he goes, oh, I stopped wearing a watch when I came out here. I goes, oh, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah, because my cell phone's got a clock on it. <laughs> I could actually, it's, it's one so of them films cool. where, Whenever it, it it doesn't matter what sort of like how far into it yeah. if it was on TV yeah. I'd carry on watching it yeah I'd just... always watch it it's yeah. so good so good so um, that's my... do you want a fun fact about this fi- that film so um, uh, Aldous Snow the uh, uh, Russell, Russell Brand character was never going to be a rock star he was okay. supposed to be like a, a geek like so I think maybe <laughs> it was going to be like a like a Silicon Valley kind of like you know tech rich guy but but geeky but then russell brand came in and just completely like, improvised on his on his, cool. uh, uh, his his audition and they were like no well, let's take it down this this route <laughs> so that's pretty um, cool and so, uh, this um russell brand story he he tells i think probably one of his shows about how where uh, mila kunis is on certain speaks keeps speaking about her boyfriend and the fact that he's going to visit the set and it's like oh yeah max coming tomorrow and they're like oh cool and then max shows up and it's quite clearly macaulay culkin macaulay macaulay culkin culkin yes um <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's i think it's lovely i think it's just good fun i think it's again it's it's original and you know we, we've spoken a lot about it. it's Judd Apatow isn't it um, yeah he produced yeah. it yeah, oh yeah, did he yeah. produce it okay yeah. uh, so yeah. it's definitely got that sort of Judd Apatow sort of stamp on it at the same mm. time as well so that's my yeah. number two what is your number one amazing well my number one then I'm going to I'm going to swap them around because I had about time but I'm going to throw in Groundhog Day okay, um, as my as my number one it's one of my favourite films I absolutely I just love it I love Bill Murray anyway but um, I like the whole kind of concept, you know, the the sort of uh, uh, infinite time loop sort of stuff. But it's got a really, really sweet kind of romance in there. Yes, it's a bit creepy. He uses his his time to learn about the um, the, the female character and learn kind of what, what drinks she likes. She <laughs> learns about her background and then kind of uses that. But yeah. then ultimately that doesn't work and he's got to kind of be himself towards her. Um, but it's just lovely it's it's brilliant you're number one let's let's hear I'm it what? You're, i my, can't believe you romantic, you romantic I, you i can't believe my number one wasn't even in your top three it probably is but i've just not thought about it yeah. <laughs> well yeah. i'll give you a year 2002 okay i'm trying to think of another oh. subtle subtle clue before have we already spoke about it, like in the past, maybe eight weeks or so? Yeah. Is it Love Actually? <laughs> no, nope. I nearly no, went for Love Actually. No, no, no. nearly. But you're not too far off. There's a there's a connection. There's a link. And we've spoke about it. Oh yeah. Hmm. 
club actually. About a boy. Yay! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's just gorgeous. The whole film is just yeah. amazing. It's it's well overdue a watch. Yeah. I think I've watched it fairly recently. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just great. And again, I mean, I think it's obviously the Mick Colby novel and it's uh, it's really good source material, but I think Hugh Grant's at his best. I don't think, I think it's Hugh Grant's great because he's not being Hugh Grant of that era. Yeah. Hugh Grant's the best when he's not being Hugh Grant. Mm. Uh, it launched Nicholas Holt's career. Uh, yeah. I think Tony Collette's brilliant in it. I think Rachel Weiss is, in it, is really good in it. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just... It's just wonderful, and it's uplifting, yep. and it's heartwarming, and it's so funny, and all of those things, all at the same time. So fantastic! Yeah. Let's hear what you guys have to say. So Kev messaged and said his favorite sort of romantic films. He had a few. He had Carol, The Graduate, Before Sunset, Midnight in Paris, haha, <laughs> Greg, A Brief mm. Encounter, which is a wonderful film, uh, and The Handmaiden. I've never heard of The Handmaiden. I don't think. Uh, Brief Encounter oh, is a classic. Briefing counter, I bought my Nan Brief Encounter on uh, on DVD oh. once. Yeah, years ago. It's like 1942 <laughs> or something. It came out. It's so good. It's lovely. Lovely. Cool. Uh, Luke says, when Harry met Sally uh, mm. and The Apartment, which I've not seen. Have you seen The Apartment? I've not seen The Apartment, no. It's probably one I should watch. Uh, Sam said, Green Card, Pretty Woman, The Mambo Kings. I... Never heard of Mambo all with exclamation marks as yeah, well. So, marks. Sam was excited to tell us that. I've seen Pretty yes. Woman, everyone's seen Pretty Woman. Yes, <clears throat> yes, I've seen yes. Pretty Woman the musical. Oh, wow, look at you on, on Broadway! I fell asleep, <laughs> I fell asleep nice. on Broadway watching Pretty Woman the musical. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Arhati said Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, uh, great shout, and Moulin, uh, Moulin Rouge, good romances. Although both pretty tragic endings, but amazing movies in general. Notting Kill, of course, you've got to yes. mention Notting Kill. You're yeah. good, Lord Pandora. <laughs> My favourite scene. Your box store. <laughs> Reese fans is just the thing that makes that <laughs> film. Uh, to all the boys I've loved before is also a very good and a very uh, is also very good and a good watch for Valentine's and Titanic. Yeah. The best ones are the ones that end very badly. It's, uh, yeah, good point. Um, yeah. Did you know there's a film called Titanic 2? No. But it's not... <laughs> it's technically not a sequel to Titanic. It's not Titanic 2. The boat in this film is called Titanic 2. So the film is named after the boat. Does that make no. sense? What? Yeah, it's shit. It's so bad. Oh, it's like a really, really low-budget, like... How did Cameron, like, think? What did Cameron think about that? Jesus. I don't think he's even heard of it, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> really bad, really bad. Uh, yeah, so there we go. That is, there's, there's, there's some romantic films to fill your Sunday evening for Valentine's Day. Here's what you should do. Oh yeah, just turn to your loved one and uh, and you know hold them. And instead of watching a film, you should listen to a film-related podcast. <laughs> yes. Instead, but technically you're already doing that to, to hear this. So you should listen yeah. to. An older episode of <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we're 
we're also looking this week at a new Netflix release. So this is Malcolm and Marie. So this is the obviously brand new release, 2021, um, starring Zendaya and uh, John David Washington. Um, yeah. As a, safe to say, a quarrelling couple, Greg, would you would you agree? Yes. And I, th- I think there's some, there's some interest to talk about this film because it's been written and shot and produced all during lockdown. Um, so they did it all with sort of a crew of about 12 people. They um, hired a house um, in LA for it um, and sort of put it all together there. It's black and white um, and it's solely the real time um, evening of a guy called Malcolm and his girlfriend Marie and he's a he's a filmmaker he's a director and he's they've come back from uh, the premiere of his new film and uh, they are basically waiting to find out what people think about it waiting for the reviews to come in and they and it's just the real time sort of way that plays out them them two getting drunk talking to each other um and yeah as you say quarreling to um mm. It's uh, so it's Sam Levinson who I yeah. know very little. I know very little about Sam Levinson other than he's done a lot of TV stuff. Um, yeah, and he was doing so something he wrote, with he wrote Zendaya, and directed really. a bit of yeah Euphoria with Zendaya, and she's won quite a few awards for it. Um, I've not seen it myself to be honest, but she is meant to be very, very, like very good in it. Um, yeah, and the main thing yeah. we know Zendaya from is uh, well, the main thing I know her from certainly is the Spider-Man films. Um, yeah. I think she's is she one of these that have come up through Disney ranks? Is that right? Yeah, Disney. She was in The Greatest Showman, so people kind of love her from that. Uh, but obviously, yeah, she's MJ in in uh, you know the new Spider-Man films, and the next big thing we're going to see her in is June. Well, yes. if we ever see it, <laughs> if we ever get uh, to see it. And John David Washington, of course, um, Tenet was the big one he's done yeah. recently, did that last year, and uh, before that, Black Klansman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you've got you've got a good cast there, really, and I think this film could have been... It's a really interesting premise, and I, I, I always like the idea of um, films that, with minimal cast that are just completely sort of dialogue-driven. Mm. I, I really like that, because it, I think it allows actors to sort of be their best and just really sort of get into a full performance and immerse himself in the characters. Um, I don't think this film got the best out of these two actors. Um, um, either, either really. I, I, I don't know. To, like, I'll, again, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of be honest with you. <laughs> I, I really didn't like it. I thought I'd, I'd just, there was a lot of things I didn't like about it. However, the thing that I did enjoy, I thought the performances were really, really good. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure I fully agree with you on that point. But... I think they were I think they were good in inverted commas, but I thought yeah. I thought they were very much chewing the scenery. They, they were, I don't mm. think they were new, I don't think they were nuanced performances. They were good acting performances, but probably the kind of good acting performances that I'd see on a stage and go, oh wow, they're good. And there's yeah, you can't deny they are they are good actors, but I just found them that I just felt like they were overplaying it a bit. And okay, yeah, you know, that for, for for me it just didn't it didn't feel all that natural. Okay, but okay. go on, you 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 fire off some stuff, some thoughts about it. Okay, okay, right. <clears throat> the things, well, I liked. I think I I did enjoy the performances, and I really like the use of music throughout. So it's got this really cool like jazz kind of funk solely soundtrack, and a lot of the time the sort of songs almost like fill in the gaps or say things that the two characters 
haven't you know should say to to each other so for example there's um Diane Warwick's song, uh, Get Rid of Him, which is, you know, quite fitting because it's like, get rid of your man. No, I won't yeah. get rid of my man. And, you know, uh, the quarreling, the quarreling. Um, but for me, this it feel, this film just felt like an argument, then a monologue, then another argument, then another monologue. Yeah. And it was just th- that repetitive pattern throughout. And I, I'd, by the end, by 40 minutes in, I was just sick to death of the both of them. They were just doing my head in. <laughs> um, yeah. It looked... It looks beautiful, shot in black yes. and white. It's you know, and it's very, very stylish. However, part certain times when it was getting a bit more montage, I thought I was like, "Am I watching a bloody Chanel advert here, or like a <laughs> yeah. Louis Vuitton advert?" Do you know what I mean? It just felt like exactly when I, especially with like a cool jazzy soundtrack, and I was like, "All right, yeah. I yeah, get yeah, it." Yeah. He's yeah. you know, and he conveniently wears his this really dapper, cool suit like the entire time. Like yeah. no. You, as soon as you got on from there, you'd whack a pair of shorts on, yeah, and you know. Yeah, sure. So I, I don't believe that for a second. And she was in this very, very like elegant dress for the majority of the film. But then when she's not, she's barely wearing anything, and it's like it yeah. just felt like an advert for for you know Dolce sure, Gabbana or something. Sure. Like that. Yeah, yeah. But my main problem with this film, all right. Do you think the director has a problem with film critics, by any Yes, case? I've, I've yeah. written that do down. Think, do you think it's that just... be a possibility? <laughs> F- off, mate. So Honestly, like, oh, it, it's just he's just the, the <laughs> director just has an agenda, oh, and that's why they've made this film. And I, completely, but again, twenty minutes by twenty minutes, I was just sick to death of it. Yeah, <laughs> they just rant about how much he hates critics, and it's yeah. like, well, good for you. You're yeah. not going to get good reviews for it. So like, I literally yeah. wrote this line. Is this just a frustrated filmmaker using this to vent his own frustration? That's completely yep. what it is. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You can't deny that some of the shots look absolutely beautiful. And uh, you know, one bit near the start, there's a bit where John David Washington's character is pacing around the room and you've got this camera that's outside the, the house and it's sliding, just sliding up and down like on a dolly. Mm. Just yeah. and as he paces up, and then it paces back, and you see her who stood still, and then it paces with him again and goes back to her. And it's almost quite sort of mesmerizing, but I do think it's sort of overly stylized. Every single frame and every single shot is like, you know, there's one where uh, there's a shot where they're, they're both outside. You see him in the background, and he's come out the, the back sort of French windows, and she's come out the little door from the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But obviously they can't see each other, but it's just so they can sort of they've got this shot, so they're they're both in frame at the same time. But there's something about it that just feels a bit forced, a bit like for me, the acting. I think it all sort of feels a little bit, a little bit forced. Um, I enjoyed the performance, even though I did feel they were sort of over overdoing it. But they they, they were just chewing the scenery, like I say. Um, his. His his character is quite interesting. I, I I actually like the dynamics of the characters and the sort of the way you find out more about the reasoning as they are the way they are mm. as the film goes out. I I did like that. He's got this sort of childlike nature and eventually sort of realised he's just very very needy. And yeah. her her sort of backstory sort of goes quite deep and it's quite sort of interesting. Um, but it's too long. It's you know thirty five minutes to go. I'm clock watching, thinking, well, we've we've had this sort of this um, sine wave of argument settles down, yeah. sort of deep and meaningful conversation with each other, yeah. and you just wait for it to come back up again, and then it settles down. And at thirty-five yeah. minutes, thirty-five minutes to go, I'm looking, I'm literally looking at the clock, going, 
everything's fine now, but there's 35 minutes to go. So we've got another <laughs> argument coming the, up. There's, <laughs> a, there's a scene where they're, they're literally just about, they're just about to have sex. And he goes, oh, let me just stop. I, I just need to go to the toilet. And I'm like, no, don't go. Yeah. You, you're just going to argue again. Don't do yeah, it. <laughs> and me and Jane kept looking to each other going, I, for God's sake, just go to bed. Just go to bed yeah. and forget, pick it up in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little clip anyway. Your mind is not f-ing based on you. It's an amalgamation of a whole different thing, a whole bunch of things. Who? People. What people? A lot of different people. Mm. Like my cousin, okay. Rick, for one. You know, it's a lot of different cousin. people, a lot of different things. You know what, Malcolm? I feel like once you know someone is there for you and once you know they love you, you never actually think of them again. That's not true. It's until you're about to lose someone that you finally pay attention. Is that what this is? What? Is what you're threatening. If I don't apologize, I'm going to lose you? I'm not looking for an apology, Malcolm. Well, what do you want, a screenplay credit? Don't be cruel. Great clip to choose, Greg. We know how much we love hearing people eat. <laughs> oh god when he's doing that he's yeah. just eating macaroni cheese and i'm watching i'm going oh my god i'm gonna kill him i just hate the yeah. sound of people eating but anyway I mean, there I, we go i i didn't dislike it as much as you but ultimately i didn't i didn't expect a two two actor sort of black and white piece to keep my attention for 100 minutes but it definitely did i mean me and what more i both sat there and and enjoyed it as as a film but there was a lot wrong with it yeah yeah, not for me, unfortunately. Uh, okay, Greg, would you say this film was Iron Man or Big Stan, which is this really bad, um, uh, what's his name, Rob Roy, Rob Schneider film? Why not? We do a latter, aren't we? We do a latter. We've been very positive about a lot of films yeah. recently. So let's go for Big Stan. Big Stan, correct. Yes, 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 you're correct. <laughs> Where can we see this film, Greg? It's out on now on Netflix. PG Tips. So this week's So Solid You slash PG Tips is the 1996. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, where we were... Eight years How old. This film twenty-five years old. Madness. Oh my God. Madness. Uh, sort of. It's a live-action slash animated amalgamation sports family yeah. comedy sort of thing um, about basketball, featuring Michael Jordan uh, and the, all the Looney Tunes gang. Uh, yeah. And maybe we should say what it's called. Oh, Space Jam. <laughs> it's called Space Jam. There we go. And. Uh, as as you may or may not know, we've got a sequel coming. Uh, sequel or remake? Sequel. Uh, coming, sequel. Yeah, definitely a sequel coming uh, later on in the year. Uh, and you know, apparently, it, apparently, yeah, supposedly. Um, and it all came on the back. I read a bit, a bit, a bit into this. So you had sort of Michael Jordan. If you watched uh, any of the Last Dance, and uh, yeah. relived a bit of sort of like the year of Michael Jordan was some someone that. Even though I wasn't into basketball as a kid, he was always around. He was always yeah. known. 
everyone knew who Michael Jordan was. And because he was used so much in advertising, and this a, a lot of this film came from an idea a few a few years before when Bugs Bunny was in a Nike advert. Yeah. So Michael Jordan was already sort of working with Nike and the, uh, with Nike, and they put Bugs Bunny in it. Um, and of course, if you if you watch the last dance, you'll know that after uh, Chicago Bulls' first three peat, uh, Michael Jordan uh, retired from basketball, and that that's when it was the point where he retired. They actually shelved this film. They had it sort of in the making, and then they shelved it when he retired from basketball. And it wasn't until he um, decided to go back into uh, into uh, NBA, uh, that they went, right, okay, let's fire it back up and start again. And they, they allude to that a lot through Michael Jordan's part mm. of the film. He does his thing where he goes and plays professional baseball um, and he ultimately ends up going back into basketball at the end of it. There's so much nostalgia in this film for me. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved this film as a kid. I mean, I, all around the same, it must have been the same sort of time. Did you have Tazos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with all the all the uh, Looney Tunes on, yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously grew up around an era where you know Looney Tunes is always on. It was always sort of Bugs Bunny and that. And um, but the biggest thing for me that sort of gave me the nostalgic chills uh, was, and I don't know if we're allowed to still enjoy his music, but I believe I can fly. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, but yeah. also. But also, what's that other track on the soundtrack that goes? Fly like an eagle. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. There's uh, oh, there's loads I could sing them all for you. Which um, one do you want? <laughs> Pop up the jam. Down, down with the space jam. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wave your hands in the air if you're feeling fine. We're gonna dig it into overtime. Welcome to the space jam. Space jam. Here's <laughs> your chance to your dance of the space jam. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one, yeah. And do you know what? Like, So I watched this film again on Sunday night and I got my kids into it and they absolutely loved it, of course. Like this cartoons mm. and they couldn't get the mind out of it. Like, they're both in the same little cartoon. And uh, I love the... I love the back to what I've said over the last few weeks, the, mecha- the mechanics of things. I love the fact that the Looney Tunes world is underground in Earth yeah. and go down and get to get into it and that and I think that's really really cool the plot is naff the plot is so so bad like it's awful but it doesn't matter it's just so much fun and uh yeah it's it's just it's just a lot of fun you've got a good cast you've got a load of people playing themselves in it not yeah. least Bill Murray um yeah but, I like Bill Murray's explanation they're like how did you get here and he's just like, like yeah. I think he's like somewhat one of them's a friend well, <laughs> there's well, no explanation. So, to it. so Bill Murray was only supposed to be in the golf scene, um, right. but then I think um, he basically loved it so much when he saw what they were doing. He's like, <laughs> "I want to get in on that last scene. <laughs> I want to get in the basketball nice, stuff." That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so funny. It's great. I mean, one thing we've mentioned this before, and it's and it sort of stood out to me massively whilst watching this is um, the fact that. And it sounds so old saying this, but you watch kids' films in inverted commas from back then, and the same happened when we watched Honey I Shrunk the Kids. They're very slow to get going, and mm. like the slow sort of build up and putting all the pieces together until sort of like it starts to get exciting. And I don't know whether I'm just like this is just sort of like 
you know, the way I'm seeing it or whether it's an actual thing, but I'm sure it's to do with kids' attention spans now. Yeah, no, of course it is. And it's like, because I can't remember getting bored by by the start of this, but even like at the start of this, I was watching this thinking, God, this is going on a bit, this start. Like Mm. all the pieces sort of coming together and that. When's all the fun stuff going to happen? You watch kids' films now and it's all like boom, 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 action, action, action all the way through. So there's, yeah, I think there's definitely something there. Um, Mm. But needless to say, my kids on the whole absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it that's good how were they with the looney tunes because i remember we said you know a good good few weeks ago that like they're not really on your kids radars yeah and and they've not got the they've not got the reference point of course but i mean it's a cartoon bunny who's dead funny yeah you've got this thing and i had to explain them to explain to them who taz was and as he yeah, came yeah. in, spinning around, causing sort of destruction or sometimes cleaning up. And, and they loved it. They were just well, like, oh, well, that's I need fresh. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just loved it. And yeah. yeah. Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, just all just... Marva the Martian. It's brilliant. I, uh, regular listener, Chrissy Beauty, yeah. had a, like a, probably a two foot Michael Jordan in his right. full Toon Squad. Oh, um, nice you know, get up and you used to have a button you press and it'd be like, I really enjoy playing with you guys. And you press it again. He goes, let's play some basketball. <laughs> my Michael Jordan. Oh, I should keep that on that. Um, and it was amazing. Yeah. I love it. it. I still love it. I've not seen it for a, a long time. So I watched it recently, but um, it still holds up. Michael Jordan's a terrible, terrible actor. So yes. hopefully, uh, hopefully <laughs> LeBron, LeBron is going to be better. <laughs> the, the, the Michael John, I think he will be because he's he's pretty funny in some of the things he's popped up in. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's great. It it is what it is. Danny DeVito is wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's got Bill Murray, which is all you need. So there we go. Where can we see this film, Greg? It's on Netflix, I think. Is that right? Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Amazing. There we go. critic okay so for this week's everyone's a critic we are going down under to my uh, nephew and niece and a couple of their pals um they have watched for my niece's uh, birthday they they hide out at cinema and watched the the crudes with mates uh and this is them telling you their thoughts about it okay so on the weekend we saw the movie the crudes tell me what you thought about it archie um, I liked it. It was okay. Yep. What about you, Pip? What did you think? I think it was good. Are you going to ask questions too? Yeah, I am. But maybe <laughs> answer the first one. <laughs> it was okay. A... And what was your favourite part of the film, Pip? I liked the bit where the banana bros. The banana bros? Yeah, with the bananas. Oh, with the punch monkeys? Yeah, the punch monkey bit. Yeah, and was that you, Arch? What bit did My you favourite like? part was when the guy was counting all the moons and like blah 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 he was counting the moons every moon and then like many many moons away blah 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 and then what mm. happened after that okay who yeah. was your favorite character my favorite character was guy guy what about you who was your favorite character um uh, i liked the tiger and tell me if you were to watch it again, which part would you want to watch over and over again? The, the Thunder Sisters. Oh, the Thunder the, Sisters. Yeah. yeah, I liked that too because the girls rocked, didn't they? Yeah, except the boy was called 
Dunk, which is was his name. <laughs> that's, that's true. No. Um, and did that mean that the girl saved the day? Yeah, the boy was looking through a travel window. Yeah, he was looking at he was looking at the window. Um, that boy looking through the travel window reminded me a little bit of you, Archie. <clears throat> Stuck to a screen. If we're going to give the film a rating out of five, how many stars are you going to give it? Two. Two, Arch? No, one and a half. About three and three quarters. Oh, okay. Not the best film ever. No. Hey, guys. So you saw Crudes. What do you think? Um, I think it was pretty good, except for, in my opinion, the dad was a bit too overprotective. Mm. Well, he was a bit overprotective. What else? Um... That the, the grandma was absolutely hilarious and it's a good film? You liked it? Yeah, it was really good. What do you think, Sienna? Um, I think that the grandma was very cuckoo. <laughs> she um was. and I think the dad was a bit of a detective and um when the the movie um, was very, it's one of the best movies I've watched probably. If you were to say your rating out of five, what would you say? Um, maybe four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Three point eight probably. Tough crowd, hey. All right. Awesome. Thanks, girls. Cheers, Sienna and Summer. Cheers. What the heck? <laughs> um, thanks guys I, th- I think there's so, so, such um, sort of harsh critics like, yeah. and I, I love the um, I love the how specific they are about their scores like three and three quarters three and three quarters <laughs> and, and so, someone even decimalised it 3.8 it's like alright oh, okay <laughs> 3.8 I, I feel bad about putting half stars in my reviews yeah, yeah. Um, but the funny thing is um, that their mum my sister-in-law Jess uh, was sen- sending me these reviews and uh, saying that apparently um, Pip's Pip gave it so Pip gave it did she give it three and three quarters or something like yeah. that <laughs> uh, but it's her favourite film and she's watched it like 15 times or something daft like that. Wow. So we're like, it's, um, <laughs> uh, oh no, she, sorry, she, she's seen it twice and chose it for a birthday party. That's what she said, but she didn't, but then she didn't rate it. Um, <laughs> what did, but she's just like, oh, oh great, yeah. okay. What did Archie give it? So about one and a half stars. So I was, I was, um, I was uh, FaceTiming or what have you um, with them the other day and Archie, he, he is getting amazing uh rubik's cubing which i know oh, nice dabbled in rubik's cubing so i was challenging mm. <laughs> challenging him on rubik's cube and taking great pleasure in beating my new sort of like nine-year-old nephew nice. <laughs> his rubik's cube uh, but he's amazing he can still i mean he's, he's sort of he's nine years old and he can do a rubik's cube in like four minutes which is absolutely wow. incredible and yeah. so what he did the other day he decided he just decided one day i'm gonna learn how to do a rubik's cube and he sat and watch YouTube videos with his Rubik's Cube for eight hours all day <sighs> until wow. he could solve a Rubik's Cube. That's uh, like, what resilient, what awesome resilience cool. has that kid got? Um, yeah, so Ar- Archie and Pip and uh, and Pip's mate, Summer in the Sienna, uh, thank you so much for sending in your views of Crudes. Uh, have you seen the Crudes? I'm not. <laughs> Neither have I. Um, but there's a sequel coming out. Mm. I think it's what? out. I've not oh, seen that. <laughs> okay right well there you go uh Good. maybe one day we'll get around to watching it i think uh, it's, mm. uh maybe i'll put it on the list of 
Sunday films to watch with my kids. See, see yeah, definitely. But, um, it sounds cool though. Uh, mm, Ryan Reynolds, Emma Stone, a few others. Good winning combination. I like it. I like it. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you for sending the review. Really, really loved it. Amazing. If you'd like to get involved in the show, uh, send us your Everyone's a Critic review. Uh, just send us a voice note, Instagram, or if you've got our numbers, WhatsApp us. Yeah. And right. uh, yeah, it could be a bit of fun, about a film you love, about a film you hate, about your film, a film you feel indifferent about. Um, We've but, not actually had any, like, anybody sending a review of a film they hate. Oh, that's quite, one I quite like. I'd quite like that. Let's have one of them. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, maybe a couple minutes long, something like that, and uh, we'll include you in next week's Everyone's a Critic, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
No, I'm going to pick um, Half Past Dead 2, which features Bill Goldberg. And it's on <laughs> Wednesday. No, I'm not. Um, go on. So what? You, what what's, what's your pick for what's on the TV box this week then, Greg? My pick for um, what's on the box is a film that I only got around to watching last year. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a sequel that was supposed to come out last year, but it's coming. Uh, I'll change my film then, Greg. Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, John Krasinski's A Quiet Place, which is yeah. on uh, Monday at 9pm on Film 4. And uh, it's wonderful. Um, not a massive horror fan, but this is a wonderful horror. Uh, yeah. I love John Krasinski and I want to go for a beer with him. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just absolutely fantastic. So go and watch it. And I'm nice. really looking forward to A Quiet Place 2 coming out later this year. Do you like A Quiet Place? I love A Quiet Place. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, amazing, like, directorial debut as well. Yeah. Like, he'd not directed anything before. No. And then comes out with this, and it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah. wow, way. Yeah. That is very, very impressive. Just yeah. the, um, you know, I, I like, it sounds a bit pretentious, but I like to think of, I like to think of films. If, I've in, if I really enjoy a film and if I can really, like, um, a way I can sort of tell if I, if, it, if it's like a really good director yeah. is if there's a real standout scene, like a real classic scene that you think, it, you know, that that scene is going to go down in history. Yeah. You know, like, you know, yeah. like the, the Indianapolis scene from Jaws or okay. uh, the the overdose scene from Pulp Fiction. And for me, the scene on the bridge at the very beginning yeah. of, of A Quiet Place is, yeah. is just some of the most tense cinema yeah. i've ever seen and yeah. oh my god it is it is and, so good and i love how significant that is to the way the daughter's character is for the whole of the rest of the film and that. it's just yeah. it's yeah it's brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah okay well my pick then i'm going to go slightly different maybe a little bit more light-hearted mm-hmm. um I, I try I'm, the past few weeks I've been trying to pick films that are later in the week but unfortunately I'm, I, I'm just not going to do it so my pick is Saturday the 13th so that's tomorrow 10.55pm on ITV the best James Bond film by far I will fight you Golden this is Eye. Pierce Brosnan's first Bond film you've got it bang on yeah. GoldenEye oh yeah it's yeah. got absolutely everything you want. It's got a bloody beautiful James Bond in Pierce Brosnan with the floppiest hair you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a killer bloody villain. Spoilers, sorry, everybody. Yeah. Bloody Sean Bean, Steen Bean. Absolutely. Yes, mate. Absolutely wonderful. And he You've dies. got <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> You've got Robbie Coltrane popping up. We've got bloody Dame Judy Dench as yeah. M for the first outing. It's got yeah. gold in the title. That's all you want from a Bond film. It's just <laughs> brill. It's brilliant, and it's got one of the best video games ever for it as well. So. Robbie Coltrane. Did I say Robbie Coltrane? Oh, did you? Oh, did you say him already? All right, fair enough. I think yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, ten fifty-five ITV Saturday night. Put, put Golden Eye on. Boom. There you go. You got to take any opportunity you can get to watch a Bond film on TV. Mm. They're, they're just not we on stream. We're going to have to do a proper Bond Bondathon. Episode, Bondathon. <laughs> Everybody do this. How many Bam! times have we done this? <laughs> we'll do this with your hands. Stop getting Bond yeah. wrong. Bit of bush. Bit of bush. We always do this. <laughs> anyway, there you go. So, Bond, that's that's for, that's for that's my pick, definitely. So let us know what you're watching this week or what you've watched. And yeah, great. 
Is that it? Yes. Oh, your lovely. internet connection is unstable. Mm. You're unstable. That's interesting. My, yeah. I'll tell you who's unstable. Zendaya. In that uh, bloody film we watched. Oh, yeah. We d- I didn't mention that. Christ you, on a bike. You not, do you not like the authentic authentic scene? I, I, I like, I saw it, you could tell. Yeah. You know, I knew like what she was doing, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, it's funny jumping back to that film. Like we were saying about Tarantino and how like, mm. you know, he's got that beautiful thing about just staying a little bit too long in a yeah. room with characters, but in a good way. 10 minutes was too long in a room with those two <laughs> bloody morons in that film. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Get me out of there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, how's the, uh, what's your week looking like, Greg? I'm breaking up today for half term. I've got a week off work. Uh, so I'm quite excited about Jesus. that. Uh, I mean, got got nothing I can do with the week, but I might <laughs> go some walks. I went on a cracking walk with my dad and I clocked off nice. and uh, we've got beautiful sunshine, snowy, very snowy around here. Have you got a lot of snow at the moment? None. We've got loads of snow at the moment. And then mm-hmm. uh, it's be- beautiful sunshine on the up, like just sort of casting long shadows over the snow. Nice. And then from nowhere, just blizzard. So uh, yeah. that was fun. Uh, nice. So, yeah. Maybe going on walks, doing a lot of cooking, watching a load of films, you know, having fun with the kids. Might build some snowmen. Nice. That sort of business. What about you? Nesting. Decorate, yeah, nesting, <laughs> decorating. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Sounds go good. Some walk. Go have some walks. If it heats up a, t- a tad, I might go out on the bike. I've got well, like a seat on the back for Ben. But uh, we'll see. I don't think I can't imagine it's going to get much warmer the next few days. Well, a little, little bit of positivity. So we're on so what we're on now. We're on the fourth. You know what we're on the twelfth. We're on the twelfth of mm. February right now. Yes. Uh, and I always do this at this time of year because the thing I hate about um, like winter is the short days, and I like I really crave daylight. I'm not bothered about it being hot. But it's I like I like daylight because yeah. I think I suffer you know seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, like, yeah, I genuinely, yeah. Th- genuinely think I do. Um, so I go on this website called timeanddate.com, and I absolutely love it because you can go on like today <laughs> today's date. So I'll do that now. So twelfth of February. So today uh, sunset is at nine minutes past five. So I think okay, right, okay let's just fast forward a week to the 19th 26 minutes past five get 13 extra minutes of actually more than that because then <laughs> sunrise today is 7 31 next week it's at 7 16 what a what a time to be alive that's my eh? gift that's my gift to you <laughs> that's what pucks tony phil was uh predicting last week on uh when it was groundhog day he predicted six more weeks of winter apparently uh, and yeah stewie, mes- stewie messaged me and said he didn't realise Groundhog Day was an actual thing. He thought oh, it was right. made up for the for the. I mean, it's not an actual thing because no, it's only you know, it's not actually a. It's oh, not right. a real like. Not the no, I mean like it's no, no, no. But like the Groundhog doesn't actually predict the weather. Oh, but, right. Um, oh right. Yeah, they're saying Pucks and Tony Phil predicted six more weeks of winter. Unfortunately, so okay, right. Bloody Phil. Um, password this week, Greg. Ooh. Let's go. Should we go something like Looney Tunes related? Why not? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Let's do that. Excellent. Cannot wait. So we're episode 36. As we say, listen out. For, keep an eye out for our uh, Quentin Tarantino episode. And when you hear that, 
I'm having a baby. We'll put that one in the oven uh, sometime yeah. in the next few weeks, and that'll be there ready to whip out, uh, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully we've got a few interesting things coming in the next few weeks. We're, uh, we've got a few potential guests in the pipeline. Yeah. We'll see. Exciting. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so one film we're going to watch this week is new Tom Hanks film, News of the World, I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to that. And, you know, got quite a little, I think the main thing that's going to happen in the next few weeks is we're just going to get good good standard new films every week. Mm, for, ready uh, for awards season. Uh, yeah, at least from now until um, the end of this month, maybe to the end of March as well. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. And definitely, hopefully, before too long, Cinemas will be open again. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Me too. Another bit of news I didn't mention is uh there's there's been a the new image of uh Jared Leto, Greg. In, I have seen it. Actually, in the Justice cool. League. Admit it. What the f are you talking about? Admit it. Looks it. Like a, it looks like a smelly butcher. I think he looks quite good. I think he looks quite a bit like um dare I say it. Don't say it. No. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to upset He you. looks like Jared Leto, and they've gone, oh, mate, we've got to do some reshoots, and we, we need to put you in, so are you free for a day? And he goes, I'm not cutting my hair. They go, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah. It looks like a... I know what you mean about the butcher thing. <laughs> anyway. God bless you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you, oh, Greg. Love you, too. Bye. So it's your little um, Thursday night, Greg nearly forgot to upload the podcast message. I've just finished watching News of the World, which is our new release that we're going to be talking about next week with Tom Hanks. Uh, obviously, I've set Dave the homework, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, also featuring Tom Hanks. So it makes sense. Me and Dave were texting tonight and decided that next week's going to be Tom Hanks week and we're going to do the, do the Tom Hanks World Cup. So... Get your messages into us nice and early. Let us know what your favourite Tom Hanks films are and why, and uh, what you think should be included in the Tom Hanks World Cup. Good night. See you next week.